Hello, listeners. Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines. Today, an HIV pill with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. Who knew? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, no worries. Your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. podcast starts now what's up everyone Woo! happy <laughs> listening to me you th- hooty hoo to everybody out there yes hi this is stradio lab i'm sam and this That's is also stradio lab <laughs> um we're and- recording parallel episodes and only one of them will make it out <laughs> um we've each struck out on our own and we to are doing be solo work- artists and um this is the moment when you decide who will win and who will fail one of us is releasing one of us yeah, is one probably- of us is um is that what good if-, if we just talk over each other yeah so, well i don't know <laughs> i all i know is one of us is gonna be like we're both we're obviously both very good podcasters but one of us is gonna release crazy in love and one of us is going to release stole by kelly Rowland, and like that is a good song yeah but it's not the one that's going to top the charts <laughs> but she has fans yeah i mean who could forget commander of course i i don't forget it i still hear it on a near weekly basis <laughs> yeah. this is the difference between gay and straight world <laughs> Is that to, to to gay world, Commander is still on the top of the charts. It's still being played. It's almost like we live in 2014 or whenever that came out. Yeah, people are like, oh, Calvin Harris's biggest hit, Commander? <laughs> yeah, that just came out, I believe. And then straight people are like, didn't he date Taylor Swift? Did he? Yeah. 
See, I had no idea. I'm not going to fact check that. <laughs> but we are working with many fact checking partners that that um, that we send our files to, and then they they do that work for us. It's really important work, and they are unpaid, but God blesses them every single day. If you do something that is good for the world, you shouldn't be paid. No, because you're getting the blessings of God in your bank. That's account. right, and it's also like, well, you can't have it all. Like you can't have your, you can't have like, you know, if you if your job is your passion, you never work a day in your life. You can't have that plus payment. It's unfair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're getting paid for something that's good for the world, it kind of makes me question, like, is it actually good for the world? That's the thing is like, it's an oxymoron or whatever the opposite <laughs> of an oxymoron is. <laughs> it's a contradiction, basically. Well, it's certainly a contradiction, a moral it's, one. It's, it's actually, if you're getting paid for something that's good for the world, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're suddenly that is, you know, kind of when people, I realize this word is wrong, but it's like when people talk about performative activism, it's like, well, if it's a nonprofit, why do you make a salary, sweetie? <laughs> George, you are speaking my language in such a huge way. Every time someone's like, oh, I'm the CEO of a nonprofit, I'm like, then why are you a CEO? Yeah, why are like you maybe throwing if you're a gala? Nonprofit, you should like, why are you maybe... wearing jewelry? You should be unhoused <laughs> if you're the CEO of a nonprofit. <laughs> Try walking the walk for once. You should be eating dirt every single day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sand for breakfast, dirt for lunch, mud for dinner, bitch. <laughs> unless, of course, you actually are for profit and you're lying to the American yeah, public. Yeah, some kind of a tax evasion scheme. Uh, United Way. United Way. What's United Way? I don't know. Isn't that like a, not, isn't that like, don't they do like. We're putting them on blast. United <laughs> Way, it's over. <laughs> Um, Isn't it crazy that every nonprofit founded by a wealthy person is, and everyone knows this, I mean, it's not some crazy secret, is literally a tax evasion scheme, and yet we have to pretend it's not? We have to pretend that, you know, st that that Melinda Gates is some brilliant mind? Yeah, I've never really understood that. Like, on all levels. Like, whenever Gaga, who I love and support without question, it says like, and this all goes to the Born This Way Foundation. I'm like, well, right. <laughs> but like, what is that? Like, Borning, let me tell you one thing about the Born This Way Foundation. Anna Delvey found dead and buried 17 <laughs> feet under the ground because the Born This Way Foundation deserves a Hulu, HBO Max, and a Netflix limited series and a fictionalized account where Lady Gaga is played by Debbie Mazar with anti-aging technology. <laughs> I mean, it's so clearly a scam, but at least she's allowed to have one scam. I mean, what about the Chromatica tour? <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's not a scam if it's gonna happen. Yeah, it'll happen when it'll happen when those uh, Born This Way Foundation checks cash. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, it's gonna be incredible. All the proceeds go to the Born This Way Foundation, so I know that I'm doing good. The only. Lady Gaga adjacent business that actually makes money ethically is Joanne Trattoria. <laughs> is, wh <laughs> what? I mean, okay. I've actually never eaten there. Have you? Me neither. No, I mean, because I respect it too much. I don't want to fly too close to the sun. I think the way we would find out if it was ethical is by going and deciding whether or not it was good. Well, listen, if they want to host a Straighter Lab Live show, I would be willing to go. And in fact... I will donate all our proceeds to the Born This Way Foundation. I would absolutely do that. <laughs> the, 
I've have never... I told you about the time I did a, a comedy show that I realized halfway through was clearly a scam? No. I did this show and I it, truly, I don't even remember what the foundation was called. So I, I can't even put them on blast if I wanted to. I did this show that was on paper about, I don't even want to say, it was a serious issue. So I don't want to say what it is because it'll bring down the mood, but imagine the, a serious issue. Okay. And I was like, well, of course I'm going to do a show about this serious. Let's say the serious issue is saving the whales. It was actually more serious than that because it affected humans, but let's say it was okay, whales, whales aren't important. Awesome. <laughs> Um, well, some I was of like, Earth's you know most majestic creatures are second fiddle to humans. <laughs> Beautiful. Keep going. Okay. Sam hates humans. <laughs> Sam thinks humans should be second class citizens and we should live in a whale dominated society. <laughs> Sorry. I just don't see whales and humans as being that different, but anyway, continue your story. Sam is interspecies sexuality, uh, <laughs> um, attractive and wishes Misha were a whale. <laughs> hey, no one's getting hurt if it's all consensual. So anyway, I imagine me saying yes to a show about saving the whales. I'm like, and there was, I was, it was like, you know, you'll get 50 bucks. We'll save money. We'll raise money for the whales. And it's like going to be a nice sold out show because people are paying money for the tickets. I get there and there was a whole introduction from a woman from the foundation. Then I talked to the woman from the foundation and then I visited the website of the foundation. And I swear to God, it at no point did it say something specific the foundation did. It was like, the description was like, we use media channels to raise awareness for let's say saving the whales, but it's actually something more serious. And there was no, there wasn't even like, and then when you went to examples or like previous work, it was all things like this comedy show. So it was all things to raise money. So they were like, here's proof that here's proof that we're funding the whales. We did all these things to raise money. They were like, we did a comedy show to raise money. We did a gala to raise money. We did a whale fashion show to raise money. We we resurrected a whale and, you know, had a, a whale wake to raise money. At no point did it say where the money went. And I'm complicit uh, in this. How was My name show? is forever attached to, to this <laughs> show. And in fact, I took their money. Oh, <laughs> so you profited from a nonprofit. I profited from whales perishing <laughs> um i once did a benefit show that i'm pretty sure we actually ended up losing money for the thing we were trying to raise money for yeah it was a pride show queer lineup at a fancy downtown new york hotel and it was like this just one rich girl decided to put it on and it was like i think there were a total of 10 comedians mm -hmm. and there were a total of three audience members Every single comedian got all the free drinks and free food they wanted. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure the people that came to this paid maybe $25, all three of them. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is the thing with like, I think rich, especially rich people in New York that grew up in the gala world, like they think that's what charity is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because they're giving their time. Yeah. Well, they're also like, it's hard work, but it's worth it. <laughs> to grow up in the gala, is that what you said? World? Yeah. I mean, what I mean, it's world. like it's like the Upper East Side kind of stereotype of like the men go and commit financial crimes and then the women uh repent plan, by plan the gala, <laughs> have a secret fight club like the 30 Rock episode, and then um poison each other's children with peanut butter hmm. so that they don't get into Yale. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Charlie. Yeah, you're literally describing sorry. his life. <laughs> That's Charlie's life. Um, damn, I, I I didn't mean to, you know. No, what? I mean it's. I think 
now we just have to bring him in. Let him. We just have to bring him in. And and listen, I just want to say, Charlie, if you grew up in a gala environment, I forgive you. And it's not your fault the whales are dying. So without further ado, please welcome to the gala, Charlie Bardet. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. So, Charlie, how many galas did you go to growing up in New York City? Um, can I be? Can I say something kind of embarrassing? Please. Sure. I've never been to a gala. Not Even one. for school funds? Mm-mm. I've never been to a gala. Okay. Benefit? Um, benefit talent show, maybe? I guess I'm just finding it emotional to talk about. I guess I've done... I've, <laughs> I must have done something. I must have done something. Okay, because I know you're I'm good for... I worked for a nonprofit, actually, and they had a gala. As discussed, that's literally worse than working at a bank. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but that actually was kind of my takeaway from it. Where I was just, because also my job specifically at the nonprofit was like, I was the person who wrote letters to rich people asking for their funding. And they would be like, I would write letters that were like, hey, like once again, we would love $50,000. And they'd be like, of course, he's 50. I wrote one letter that was for this one extraordinarily rich family that like had just given $100,000 every year without asking. And one year they just didn't, $100,000 every year. Okay, Just like, like, and had been doing it like no problem. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And one year didn't. Mm. And the my, the director of like development was like Charlie, you need to write a really good letter because it's like maybe they don't want to be giving anymore. Like, why are they not giving? You need to write a letter that's like gently being like, hey, we would love that money. Mm-hmm. So I did and got a response that was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, it totally slipped our minds. Here it is. Like, just casually, <laughs> like, oh, sorry, we were supposed to do that, and it was like a hundred thousand dollars, like came in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can I tell you one of my smartest ideas? Yes. Is and this no. is literally how to fix society. Yeah. Uh-oh. Take the people with a nonprofit personality type, have them mm-hmm. work in the for-profit world, and then take mm-hmm. the people with a for-profit personality type, have them work in the nonprofit world. Yeah. If if there was a way to actually do this, literally all the problems would be fixed. Because if you had if you had Wall Street people running the ASPCA and then kind of like LGBTQ nonprofit people <laughs> running <laughs> banks, the banks would be more ethical corporations would be more ethical and then uh suddenly nonprofits would be incredibly efficiently run <laughs> and they would be like raising a million dollars a day okay Cops. okay of course so- the complicating factor is power corrupts but I don't <laughs> that's exactly like i think this is at least a, a start no i think it's a really good start i think maybe at the age of 13 we we invent some sort of series of tests that decides you know what type of brain you have mm-hmm. and then we put you in the career path without any choice mm-hmm. and, i mean and you should think- not you should not get to choose your job absolutely no. oh god no that is one of the worst things that could happen to somebody <laughs> Because you'll flop every time. It doesn't work. (laughs) And maybe every 50 years, like one person will not fit in either side and they get to be president. Mm -hmm. Oh, because if you don't fit in your chosen job, you then get to be president. I totally agree. Yeah. President is a last resort for people who don't fit in any other job. (laughs) (laughs) Between like nonprofit and profit. Exactly. Well, that happened to not fit in those buckets. Yeah. I'm sorry, but think of any better personality metric than nonprofit personality versus for profit personality. I can't. I can certainly put all my friends into those buckets. Yeah, it's true. But is are you just putting them into those buckets because that's where they work? Or is there something else going no, on? No, I think mm-hmm. it's a mentality. And I think you can actually have- An attitude. Here's what I'll say. You can actually have a for-profit personality, but 
not grow up with the resources to take advantage of it. And so then, you know, it, you either join the mafia or, you know, like, you know, do, do basically find ways to feel like you're working at a bank without having the resources to be in a bank. Similarly, you can have a nonprofit personality and then be a successful artist just because your parents fund your career. Hmm. It is funny. Like, I guess the one thing about working at a nonprofit versus like when I worked at a, a fort intern, mm-hmm. like barely have work experience. Don't sell yourself short. Don't okay, sell yourself you. short. When so, I so interned at, yeah. <laughs> so you didn't make, were, were you a paid intern? You know what? I've, I've only ever been a paid intern. Thank oh, God. Oh, okay. So that, that's still unethical, unethical, but go on. That was unethical. <laughs> <laughs> it is taking away. If you're going to have an intern, the least you can do is not pay them. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked at like companies mm-hmm. and an intern there, like it was so funny to watch people get like so worked up about stuff that had to happen totally. and it would be like whoa 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 whoa! like why doesn't everybody relax because this doesn't matter like why don't <laughs> like people would be like oh my god we need to get the the form in because if it's not in on time then it'll get late to like deliver to the client it's like whoa like that doesn't who cares about that i know like and then when I... you work at a nonprofit, it's a little bit like that but then it was like the nonprofit i worked at was like a children's chorus and it was like you know what let these kids sing and they need $20,000 to do it. And so there was more, like, I kept wanting to be like, why does it matter if I do a good job writing this grant application? Mm-hmm. And it would be like, because if you don't write the grant application, you won't get $30,000 and the kids won't get binders. So yeah. I didn't, and I didn't like that either. Well, that, I I'm mean, this sorry. is a big, sorry, it's go just, ahead. Sam. No, it's just like these kids, like, how much money do you need to sing? I actually was thinking that. <laughs> like you're literally born with it. Like, just like right. go ahead and let it out. Like feel well, also, the rain on your skin. You know what I mean? Well, the whole thing too. And this is why it was like, like this was like a prestigious children's chorus, but it was also like a music education thing oh, for I kids see. who were underserved. So it would be like, or like for like kids who were poor and didn't have good music education in their schools. But so it was like, look, we're not only teaching them music, but actually they're like amazing at it. Yeah. And it was like, maybe they don't have to be like amazing at it. Or like be winning awards. This is during the Glee era where a lot of people were looking to put funding into Glee programs. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Uh, I wonder how much I can say about it, but I guess whatever. No problem. (laughs) It was like, uh, the other things I remember with that job were that the director of it was like Mm -hmm. hugely megalomaniacal and like just that happens. Yeah. And you know what? I learned in that job that you can look up how much anybody makes in a nonprofit. And that was very revealing because they'd be like, sorry, we have to cut for, oh, the funding's not good. I was like, you make $250,000. Why don't you make 20,000 less than that? You can give that to other people, huh? Isn't that the main question? Of Isn't that time? the main question? So your thing about like, why aren't you, you know, walk the walk a little bit? It's like, yeah. I, it's like, yeah, I mean, everything we say is rooted in truth. It's like, <laughs> I guess I don't think right. they should all be unpaid, but like, I do think the CEO should be unpaid. Yeah, definitely. If you want to be a CEO, it's like you, okay, that's enough. That's quite enough. I do, th- I do actually think if you, if you're CEO, then the title should be enough. Totally. If you're going to be CEO, oh my God. That's so fancy. And you get definitely can get like a perk. I'm not opposed oh, to yeah, that. Maybe you get a, a parking spot. You know, get, yeah. Even a car. You get a car oh, for sure. Nice. You get a car. A yeah. nice Ford Fiesta. Nothing fancy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it's a nonprofit for Christ's sake. A Nissan, but it works. A Nissan. Mm-hmm. Maybe with a nice uh, novelty license plate that, that, that says the name Big of the guy. nonprofit. Big yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let them sing. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah my least favorite thing also is when it's like well compared to normal ceos they're broke and it's like yeah normal ceos are psychopaths like that's not good either yeah (laughs) you know we need to be like yeah you know what ceos do make too much money (laughs) 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 like wait go hold on yeah wait yeah that's actually tracking for me i've never thought of that before i'm feeling self-conscious about how i sound if i sound no, you sound as, better than those children who sing in careers you funded with your blood <laughs> <Yeah>. money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it the, really the, was so clear that it was like, you are literally using this to launder. Oh my God. Well, I knew this kid in college, speaking of Yale, no offense, mm-hmm. this kid who is, and I won't say his first name, but I will say his last name. <laughs> See, it seems like, it seems like normally you would do the opposite, but. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'll say his first name actually. That's smart uh you well, can give him a pseudonym okay marvin okay. um <laughs> well he came from this like family that was super rich their names are on a lot of like plazas and stuff in new york they own like all of central park west and he graduated like billionaires he graduated and like his career afterwards he was like managing his family's finances totally. and managing the like fill it like he was like i'm a philanthropist and he only gave to like ticketed, high end, expensive arts institutions. So he would throw these galas for like the Frick Museum and like the Metropolitan Opera, which is like, <laughs> I guess that's a nonprofit technically. Like, I guess he got me there. <laughs> yeah. That almost seems like a different world altogether, where it's like, that actually is simply part of the business. Mo- like, that is how yeah, you're right. You're right. Those institutions raise money. Meanwhile, the Met has like more money than God. Well, I mean, I can't get into it because ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, in some ways, the Metropolitan Museum of Art is like more evil than Goldman Sachs. Wow. Oh, no. Here we no, go. It's not. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's really funny, funny to say stuff that. like that. Yeah. Like, that's a cool thing to say. Yeah. yeah. yeah because if you say that really confidently, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, you know? I know. But I knew that already, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty ready to fully agree with you. No, even I though actually I had no I fully support the Met. Um, and you know i end arts and the arts in general um I, but this does remind me of one time i read an article that was like up and coming art like up and coming people in the art world not artists but like curators and collectors and stuff so it was all these girls that mm-hmm. were like in their late 20s and every single description was like growing up in the x family she was exposed to art from an early age or like she started her career managing her mother's collection and it was done in a completely straight face like it was literally like these up-and-comers are killing it in the art game (laughs) oh my god that's funny the art world is something where it's like i'm so glad that i don't have to be part of that I yeah. recently just started yelling because someone showed me a, a, a work of art that I'm sure is from like a p- totally fine person, but it just looked a little stupid to me, whatever. But every time I am confronted with the art world, it makes me so viscerally angry because it is literally a money laundering scheme. And meanwhile, there are people that like want to be artists and can't. Yeah. Everyone making fun of NFTs and stuff. And then it's like, well, so is normal art. Like normal yeah. art is also stupid and just to avoid taxes and launder money. Yeah. Um, and then there's this like shadow economy around it of like people with art history PhDs that then have to justify these 
things that exist in order for someone to launder their money that they got from arms dealing. And so they have to write like a little description that's like, well, he explores ephemerality through corporeal hegemony and meanwhile, location-based scouting of ants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, that's actually interesting. That's cool. Yeah. But actually, I do like that. Yeah, that's actually, I'm describing one of my favorite artists. <laughs> yeah, I love his Swap McPhee. <laughs> but, you know, I, what, I, what am I going to do? Hate on museums? Come I on, love museums. Museums are like mo- mo- the most fun thing. I would yes, a hundred percent. And uh, I'm ju- I'm deciding what I think about museums. Hold on. Here's how I okay. I don't think <laughs> I understood museums until I was living in New York, only because I was like, oh, it's so novel to have like a big, mostly empty space. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you know what the best thing is? My favorite thing, galleries in New York are mm-hmm. literally just essentially like spaces completely free. All of them. You go in, you see it's completely not overwhelming because it's just like one or two rooms you see something you've never seen before because it's like a contemporary artist and it's not like a retrospective of you know friggin andy warhol and then you can do like five of them in one day oh and have some wine why not Mm. oh of course call it i think it is it is really nice to be in a clean room yeah and that doesn't happen that often no yeah (laughs) one time i was at um MoMA PS1, like in the thick of summer and it, and they, it was not air conditioned. And we opened this one door and I, it was like, you know, we're like, okay, what's in this room? And it was just a completely empty room with full air conditioning on. And my friend and I were convinced that it was, uh, that room was a work of art. And I remember <laughs> distinctly my friend being like, that's actually like maybe the best work of art I've seen this year. And she's like an art person. And then we later found out years later, there was just a room, but then they happened to have the AC on. I mean, that's, I would say one note for most art museums is like, take down some of that art and yeah. actually put on some music and, <laughs> and maybe invite my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did recently go to at the Brooklyn Museum. They're like a DJ night, and my boyfriend's roommate was organizing it in some capacity. Yeah, and I went to that, and I didn't like that. Can I say something? Mm. Those nights, because they have those, especially I would say maybe they still do, but I feel like especially kind of in the like right when I was graduating college, like the 2010s, those were huge, like everywhere. It would be like the obviously the MoMA PS1 has the famous one over the summer, and then like when I was in San Francisco one i can't remember which museum it was had like these like nights out and it was like it was open at night and it was like lit with neon lights and there was a band and whatever and it was like a way to get younger people interested in art and that was like to me that was the epitome of like sophisticated nightlife when i was like 21 (laughs) yeah sure you know, when you put it like that, it sounds like almost Christian. It reminds me of like Young Life or something, like a way to trick young people into yeah, liking totally. something. Like priests with guitars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing I'm responding to about it is like, I think I like it because there's something satisfying about like, we don't normally use this space during this time. So, but now we are using it. So it feels like efficient and totally. kind of, it's like, it's like de like deglazing the pan hmm. when you're cooking. <laughs> And you, you like, you're like, oh, I got all this like stuff. And then you, you put something in it. You're like, but now I'm using all of it. And it feels really good. 
you guys, does that connect? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't hit very hard with me, but um, like, I don't know George's history with deglazing. What? <laughs> you speak what laws. is deglazing? Deglazing oh, is like when it's like on, I, and by the way, could be wrong. Like it's when on the, when you're cooking with a pan and it like stuff gets like stuck to the bottom and kind of like dry, but then you add a liquid, you add like a little wine oh, and it course. like picks up all that stuff and then mushes it around and becomes part of the sauce. I see. So I you're see. taking something. So the parallel is something that you're not normally using. You're using it now. And there's not, there's probably not another metaphor for that besides that, that one. That is like really a tenuous metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's actually a testament to your intelligence because you're able to make that connection. <laughs> because it's like really like kind of yeah, far like, and it doesn't work no, exactly. in a lot of it's ways, like actually. Your mind is working at such a high level that you were able to make <laughs> such a tenuous connection. Someone else would look at that. There would be like a very thin string connecting one thing to the other and they would just look past it and be like, oh, an empty space. And they would trip over that string. <laughs> <laughs> and look like a fool. And look like me. a fool doing it. Yeah. Charlie, I, are you ready for our first segment? Yeah. <laughs> Sam, do you want to introduce it? Sure. Um, the segment's called Straight Shooters, and in it we ask you a series of rapid-fire questions, um, basically this thing or this other thing, in order to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight mm. culture. Yeah, um, you killed it. So um, without further ado, I'll kick us off, actually. Okay. Okay, Charlie, complaining about being tired or reminiscing about simpler times in the Shire? Complaining about being tired. Okay, Charlie. Apple bottom jeans or boots with the fur? <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. Okay. Hold me closer, tiny dancer, or sing us a song, you're the piano man. <laughs> uh, sing us a song, you're the piano man. Hmm. Hot topic or cold mountain? <laughs> um, um, cold mountain. Knowing your worth or knowing your angles? Knowing your worth. Dropping an album or picking up a shift at the food co-op? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dro uh, dropping an album. Okay. Batman, Spider-Man, or a man's man? Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> Is everyone ready for this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. No country for old men. Or yes, hunty, that look is a 10. <laughs> uh, no country for old men. Wow. Wow. After all that, after all the effort I put into that. Well, you said the first one and I said, oh, you, we're going in the same. I was like, yeah. let's wrap this up. Because yeah. I already heard what I needed to hear on that. Thank you. That's quite enough. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember anything about No Country for Old Men except for Javier Bardem's haircut? Can I say something? Yeah. Never seen it. Wow. <laughs> I, I actually did see that movie, and no, I don't remember anything from it. I, it also was the same time as There Will Be Blood. Yeah, so like, that's going to be confusing for a guy like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, There Will Be Blood. Listen, I like the Coens, and like if I saw No Country for Men again, I'm sure I would like it. But I haven't seen it since I was a kid. There Will Be Blood is more memorable. I'm sorry. I drink your milkshake? Sure. I thought that was no. I thought, wait, which one is that? <laughs> there Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. Right. And that's the one I know because <laughs> I remember an SNL sketch about it. So that's my see, way into it. See, that's what I was going to say too. Really? An really? SNL sketch really mm -hmm. that nailed was, that in there. Right. So of the three of them, yeah. for me, it's SNL sketch. And then No Country <laughs> for Old Men, original okay. movie. And then the other one you said. 
there will be blood or whichever one no there will be blood original movie and <laughs> then really, it's not sticking for me at all my brain really can't grasp and i'm sure if i saw them they would be different no and like i'm sure like i'm i like those movies at least i, I like Could. there will be blood i think and but i'm i'm sure no country for old men is good but it's also like what was it about he was walking around with a weird haircut and killing people so i just want to do the the <laughs> I want to add a little something to this ranking because I would put above No Country for Old Men, I would put a meme I once saw about <laughs> Old Country for Old Men where Javier Bardem is doing the gun thing at someone's head and then it's two images of it and one says, you're canceled, sis. And then the second one after he shot says, and that's T. <laughs> so I would put that above the actual film. Where does that go in relation to the SNL sketch about it? To me, I hate to say it, I don't remember the SNL sketch. So to oh, me, wow. it's gonna have- Well, to let us ahead. paint a picture. <laughs> have to go it's ahead Bill Hader and Amy Poehler plays his son. They're in a milkshake shop. And they're shop. in a milkshake shop. Okay. And, and the funny moment, one of them for me, is that at one point, Amy Poehler, as the son, kind of walks away and he goes, I've abandoned my boy, I've abandoned my boy. And then Amy Poehler comes back and he goes, oh, there you are. <laughs> so <laughs> I also, if I remember correctly, there was, there were really long straws. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was another Oh, I do remember the long straws. That was literally guy. like the joke. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. They were yeah, playing with I the mean, idea like, I drink your milkshake, not as a metaphor. Yeah, sort of like, let's take that literally. Yeah. So much of humor is like, what if a metaphor was literal? It's so true. You yeah, know what else is big in humor? Is like, is like, who was the first person to do this thing? And that's crazy that they uh, did that. I know. I mean, it, enough of that. Come on. That, that is like, anymore. that actually bums me out when I hear me too, that me right too. now. When I'm I sorry, hear, I shouldn't have taken it there. When I hear <laughs> someone about to literalize rap lyrics. Come on, I mean, I, that's almost so hack that it like i could see a world in which it comes back around to be like mm -hmm. ironic fun to be like dimitri martin <laughs> yeah or like like i could literally see like rachel right. callie doing <laughs> like literal <laughs> rap lyrics and it would be funny yeah. because yeah. Be she's like about it. so what do you mean hoes in different area code <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want that yeah. <laughs> ah, you got to uh, it's too many places to go it's too much. <laughs> oh my god that's funny. Wow, really good impressions, uh, both of us. <laughs> uh, damn, I want to keep talking about No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood, but I also want to introduce your topic. Yeah, and by the way, that is a hard topic for me because I haven't seen it, which is why I had to introduce my area of expertise, which is the SNL, the SNL sketch, sketch I saw yeah, like yeah, one course. time and kind of remember. <laughs> you know, I also want to say about that SNL sketch, I remember at the time not liking it, but mm. it's still, because they were just saying a catchphrase over and over and over, it like got stuck in my brain yeah i also remember not liking it but i like it now for giving me something to talk about <laughs> so that i think was a smart thing for them to do that was really smart and i think it's so important Forward to thinking. remember that in comedy because mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about getting the laugh in the moment it's about starting a conversation roughly 15 years later <laughs> <laughs> it's so important to give gay guys something to talk about <laughs> it's kind of like how like, I can't think of the OC finale without thinking of mm, what you say, SNL. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so true. And that's funny. It Sorry, is, but oh, that's, I mean, that's so good. funny. That was good, just, though. That's actually a rare thing where... <laughs> <laughs> Both the sketch was funny, and also, I'm sorry, the actual scene is brilliant. <laughs> really? Like the original? Yes. Oh, wow. It is like, it, it, there's a reason it's iconic. And it's like, mm. you're not going to get that on um, Riverdale. Yeah. Okay. Shall we do topic? 
Well, yeah, I think I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Let's do topic. Okay. So our topic, Charlie, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to introduce the topic and maybe say a little bit about why you chose it as a topic about straight culture? Yeah. Um, of course. I, would I, love hope, that. I was hoping you were going to say yes because <laughs> you paused and I was like, is this going to be a no? Is it it's like, yes? um, <laughs> I'm actually okay for now, but <laughs> no, but I appreciate the offer. You ask me later because nice. I might change my mind. Um, <laughs> yes, the topic is being impressed, and this comes from a this is a general kind of idea that's coming from a more specific experience, which is I'm specifically thinking about that um, lip sync battle clip where you have. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it's very I love true. This. Oh my God. I love this. I know exactly what you're about to say. <laughs> okay, yes. go, it's go, that go, guy, go, Tom, go. whatever his name is, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Holland. No, Holland. And, <laughs> not Hiddleston. <Yeah. laughs> Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland, and he does Umbrella. And it's like, I always am seeing like straight, mostly women, of course, but sometimes men who, you know, are weird. <laughs> 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 posting like being like like posting that clip of him doing in lip sync battle which by the way how is it possible that that exists performing umbrella and people are like it's amazing because he's wearing girl clothes and then he which can't even That's get into that thing yeah, yeah, yeah. which is his own thing and then also have invoked this rule like i've now seen people like you guys know the rule whenever you see this on your timeline you have to retweet it and like st- like straight women and weird straight men like repose being like always retweeting it having that be like this is the one redeeming thing about this internet about the internet it's this yeah. clip of tom holland and it's just like you don't like why don't you relax a little bit and you need to know a little bit more about some of the other stuff people are doing because that actually is doesn't you you need to chill and you need to not be so impressed by that try to be a little cool and try to think about something before you you say oh my god that's so amazing <laughs> Gay people are impressed too, but you know, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, yes, you know what I mean. And that's I, I, of course, I know what you mean. And when gay um, people are impressed by something, it's incredible. Right. And I or love it's that. like a woman cutting an apple. Yeah, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> gay people will show you a video of something, and they're like, "This is amazing," and you're like, "Yeah, you're right." Like that, this video of like this woman demonstrating like how to palm read. You're like, it's incredible because she's a, a good voice and other stuff. But I, so I want to say one thing, which is what I thought you were going to say. Mm-hmm. And of course I, and also, we can run with that instead. No, 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 no. I agree. Exactly. I agree with your uh, assessment of the people being impressed, but what I thought you were going to point to specifically is the judges reactions in the video. Oh because, my God. Yeah, yeah. Like, because what happens in Lake sync battle, and this actually doesn't only happen with the Tom Holland thing, which I do understand in the moment seeing Tom Holland do that is like above and beyond what most people would do on that show. But the thing that happens on that show is you get like Alicia Silverstone coming out in her clueless look. And then everyone acts as though she literally gave birth to a giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It is like literally it's constant cuts to Chrissy Teigen, LL Cool J. And who is the other one? And, and no idea. And third, and they're literally acting <laughs> they're like tears, tears running down their faces. Chrissy Teigen is pulling off all her hair. She's bald. Right. right, right, right. And for what? Because Alicia Silverstone wore a blazer. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this happens too sometimes. Like, like 
straight people will be really impressed by gay people like like a gay person will be doing something and you're like that's not that amazing yes. that's normal for a gay guy to wait do that. charlie we were talking about this on the beach really oh yeah I remember when we were talking about it this is actually talk about like uh, not to quote your podcast, but it's like uh, an idea that that you could bring up, I feel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, the idea is straight people have bad taste in gay people. Have, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, that's so true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That it's like, oh, my God, that's so true. Like, like straight people, when they like gay people, it's yeah. like, why are you choosing that person? And you're choosing them in a weird reason for a weird in a weird way. Yeah. Or, or it's like sometimes I will like sometimes I will do something that is truly part of like. Mm. the language when I'm talking among my gay friends, for instance, like it's something yeah. I wouldn't even think of as being interesting yes. or unique or funny. Oh my and then God. someone will react as though I have coined a catchphrase. Right. <laughs> it's right. It's actually like, like a, a really an early gay experience, right? Like in an early way, a lot of people interact with gay people is being like, like, like Oh my God. I can't believe you did that. And it actually does feel really bad. And like, it doesn't really happen in my life that much anymore. And so every time it does, I'm like, what is going on with you <laughs> where you are talking to me like that? Like that is so, I was talking w with Natalie on my mm -hmm. podcast, no disrespect about like <laughs> the experience of like someone else being enthusiastic or like on a substance and you're not in that like the idea of like waiting for somebody to finish laughing about something and how like that's so alienating to just yeah. like as somebody's like winding down their laughter at something you said and you're like all right i guess i'll like count to five and sort of like <laughs> like mm, are we are we good yet like and you're sort of like trying to like interrupt like right so <laughs> so Right. So anyway, it was, you know, <laughs> like trying to jut in. The worst part of, version of that for me is when they are trying to be so nice that they're laughing at like the part that's not funny yet. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I'm let me finish. Like, yeah. it's like <laughs> it makes me so angry. Like, why don't you hold on and like be you can be a little honest with me. About because what actually what it, what it says is like, you're not listening to me. Like yeah. you actually don't care. And you're just trying to like yeah. get this conversation to go as pleasantly as possible. Right. Exactly. It's, uh, fake. It, it's fake. It's also, I, it is more common than you think. And we've talked about this mm. for someone, even a straight woman in 2022 to not have a gay male friend <laughs> and to be very That's... excited when they meet you. I, and you think, you think that doesn't exist anymore. Right. You think, well, oh, you know, no, that's not, that's so nineties. This is a really remember. classic, this is a classic like selection bias issue. Cause yes, I'm like, because we, mm, but like all of my gay friends, <laughs> all of my straight girlfriends, they have a gay friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, some of them miss oh, the boat. Some yeah. of them miss the boat. And then they'll say something crazy. Like in college, this girl I knew who I thought was normal. One time out of nowhere was like, we should have a girls' night. To me, <laughs> you're like, no, 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 like, oh no, no, I'm no, not going to be doing that. We shouldn't have a girls' night because you're like, also, first of all, I'm a boy, so what you <laughs> yeah, I was actually offended because I believe in, I, I believe in gender. <laughs> like, gender whoa, 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 yeah. you maybe you're a girl. Speak for yourself, honey. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so it's okay. Wait, I want to go back to the um, Tom Holland. Uh, specifically the internet reaction yes. thing. Oh, yeah, God. Okay, so you're talking about like being part of the culture now where it's like retweet this when I retweet this whenever yeah. it comes on my timeline. Yeah. That to me is like like straight Tumblr culture, like mm. sort of like, mm -hmm. like Nyan cat culture of like people with not 
full personalities, but being like, there's a community online. Like, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this type of humor. Oh is my god! Humor, I guess you know what? I also like a younger version of this, and I don't know if this totally lines up with like straightness, but I've had like an axe to grind against with um the way like ratatouille and like and formerly shrek are in our culture charlie do you remember when you pitched a story you pitched <laughs> oh, yeah. me this as an article idea yeah which by the way i think it still works so i mean but, let's let's do a dry run here <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and well, i'll circle I, back i do think that after my last experience with cocker i like don't want to pitch something that will be like feel mean-spirited at all and right. people will be like i mean this is genuinely being like if you rely too much on the idea of like oh this kind of random movie like it's like when you're a kid and you're like ha chicken you know what i mean it's like this fake pseudo random like i'm just going to use the reference that everybody well, wait, else says. explain the idea for someone who doesn't know like oh well just like it, it's kind of like ratatouille has become this meme right mm -hmm. online where it's like a really common fodder for like actual memes for jokes right like there's all these youtube videos that it's are, a are, lens through which to yeah. to interpret the world much like right. harry potter before it Right, but it, but it's a little bit more like it's. I think it's a lens gear. sometimes, but it's really more of like a referent. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like people like position themselves in relation to it, or like gesture to it, and like take the like whimsy of it. It's very open mic. It's, it's very, very open mic. It's like the first reference. There was a whole like musical. People were like, haha, we're gonna like during TikTok, like we're gonna make this Ratatouille musical. And part of it is like we're taking this random kids movie that has this kind of silly premise and we're gonna like be really into it but it's like that's actually not funny anymore because everybody's doing it so why don't you choose another movie it made it all the way to the top because it's uh, one it of the did. worlds in everything everywhere all at once and you know what no comment sort i was of. gonna ask for a comment actually no charlie and i will not be commenting <laughs> i can't comment on that <laughs> i was gonna say charlie i would Look, love to I hear a comment. I'll comment i'll comment <laughs> I thought like a lot of the humor in that movie did that and I didn't like it. I liked the movie in other ways and I thought it was engaging, but I also thought the emotional stakes didn't totally work for me. And a lot of the humor, I felt like the humor. Yeah. I, and I say, I agree with you, Charlie, that like Thank some you. of some parts work and some parts. I'm not like, I'm not right. going to be like this kind of like, right. you know, um, what's the word like contrarian like i'm not like actually everyone's wrong and it sucks I yeah yeah, yeah. I thought, it's totally I thought, fun I, thought, I also thought like the actors are incredible i thought totally. like, it was visually interesting whatever but it is the humor in that movie is the definition of straight humor yeah it is the it, definition of two straight guys with like fun graphic tees wrote this film oh my god wait actually like the whole butt plug scene i actually really didn't like that no it's class it's truly like yeah i, I didn't like <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually really think, like, it's like, haha, he has something in his butt. Mm, that actually is not funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, because, by the way, that kind of stuff can actually happen in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not so far-fetched. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I... But, I don't know. I, I to liked, me, I, I liked I liked the way it was introduced that the awards were like yeah. so clearly butt plugs, yeah, and then yeah. it was sort of like I liked that it was like the Chekhov's butt plug almost of like yeah, it's yeah. gonna go in someone's butt at some point. And well, Sam and I also did. talked about this in a recent Patreon app of the fact that the movie brings back random because literally the way you go from one world to the other is oh my god doing something random. Yeah, and yes. so so much of the humor relies on. What's the most random thing I can think of? Wait, that's it's, like that's the, the lowest thing. form of humor. <laughs> it's literally like random. And 
actually, I don't know if I would go. I would, I don't know if I would say lowest, but like if you're gonna do random, it's like you better show me something random. <laughs> you better like pull out something that I'm like, wow. And that's the thing with Ratatouille, where you're like, I'm referencing this random movie, and I'm like, I don't think it's that random because I've been hearing about it forever. Yeah, yeah, it's actually one of Pixar's most successful movies. Right. It was the same thing. This happened again with B movie. Right. And there were all these YouTube. There was a, a thing on YouTube where people would be like the B movie trailer. But every time they say B, like the pitch goes higher, or it speeds up, whatever, something like that. And it's like this is like choose another cultural object to like play with. Yeah. Maybe choose a, 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 a little known underground hit from from the French New Wave and make yeah. a meme. <laughs> we try to make a movie with the Dardenne brothers. Yeah. How about, how about how two about days, that? one night with Marion Cotillard. She's a laid off <laughs> factory worker and she needs to convince all of her colleagues to give up their bonus so that she can keep her income. Maybe try to make a meme with <laughs> Sherry Baby starring Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, well, yeah. I Especially the Shrek. Shrek has been going on for so long. Like yeah. the Shrek memes. And I still feel like people are like, what's the deal like why does gen z love shrek and it's like i've been watching a decade of shrek memes like yeah totally this is nothing new and it's kind of like driving I, me insane to keep cut the pretending angle like of why new. does gen z love something it's like you might oh as well God. truly open your window and then decapitate yourself using it <laughs> yeah it, it literally also just like generations i'm against that oh. i don't think come Nothing on more just like it's like enough some, think of enough. one new thing yeah Imagine you have like, to try like the idea that like when we were kids and i was watching like blues blues or something someone would be like why does why does gen millennial like the color blue it's like well that's what's on tv <laughs> because you forced me to right you're like also it's just like i don't know if it always holds up of like no like, it's not why does this you know it's like oh every Honestly, often trends are really overstated. Okay, wait, can we go back to, I want to go back to being impressed, <laughs> being straight. Mm -hmm. So we agree that I, I said, I said this off mic, but it's like straight people being impressed is what makes things go viral. It's like, what, do you know what straight people being impressed created? Buzzfeed.com. Mm -hmm. Buzzfeed.com wow. is a, God, why can't I think of words today? Is a website it's, it's a website no it's just like i'm trying to think it's like not a church but like it is a it, it, it is a worship a place of worship for straight people looking to be impressed oh my god it's it's a crazy experience to find yourself on buzzfeed.com reading an article like if you, sometimes every once in a while i'll like go on twitter and it'll there'll be something where it'll be like oh i actually do want to know that or like you've got me and it's the way they outline stuff it'll be like this crazy thing happened in this episode of TV and like, I'll have be completely empty of like feeling or excitement. And I'll be like, sure, let me click on it. And it'll be like, like nine images long with like the caption being like, so we need to talk about this <laughs> next image. <laughs> like something unbelievable happened on the most recent episode of this. Fans are literally talking about it. Like it's crazy. Next image. Some people cannot even believe it happened. Next image. <laughs> and then in the end, it'll be like this character got married <laughs> it's like nine episodes, images down <laughs> no but then after that the next one will be like yes it's problematic to confirm to gender norms by wearing a wedding dress but we still think she looked fabulous yeah. like they also, <laughs> we're living for it yeah. they also have to address like some niche yeah, yeah concern yeah, that so no true. one asked them to oh my god that's funny <laughs> i 
I'm trying to think why being impressed is straight. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's just funny that you're, it's like, we're like, all right, it is. And it feels like, so let's support it. I mean, like, no, I, I really I, did just like, I was like, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> no, Charlie, this no, is no, this is literally what our podcast is. It's, it's, it's completely scientific um, yeah, yeah, and it's right. good argument making. Right. Um, here's what I think. Okay. Two theories. Mm-hmm. One, it's that the gap between men and women dating straight men and women dating uh-huh. is vast and so oh, yeah to like find a middle ground mm, mm, you have mm. to like be impressed by something oh, to be like yeah. to project hey i'm fun i like stuff i'm right. a positive vibe right so it's right, like right. i actually am obsessed with shrek memes mm-hmm. okay that's theory one yeah. also that it's like like that they're meeting that they don't have the same men and women often don't have the same references Right. So it's like, it's like, we can't bond over like, oh yeah, we know these things and we like can negotiate how we feel about these same things. It's like, you love that thing. I have no stake in it. I'm just going to be like, that's amazing. Yeah. Maybe. And then theory two is it all stems from having children culture Mm. and sort of looking at a child and being like, isn't that amazing? They're like writing. And Mm. I feel like we are like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to write. Right. And you're like, and by the way, he's mixing metaphors. Yeah. And it's like not actually working. (laughs) Do you think being impressed with children is a slippery slope to being impressed with adults? (laughs) I think it like, you have to put your guard down. You like legally have to put your guard down when you are a straight person and like be openly impressed with stuff in a way that gay people don't necessarily have to play by those same rules. Totally. And the, actually I think it's, 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 Almost like as much as straight people are impressed, it's really more that like gay people are not impressed and that like there's a calculated like, you know, cultural cachet in in being better than something or knowing something or unimpressed totally. by something or having seen something already. It's like a woman doing something on YouTube. Chopping and then, an apple. <laughs> and then you're like, wow. Or like a female vocal performance. But anything that's like within like, a surrounding cultural sphere, like anything that's not like so far away that you can be like, yes, we idolize that. Like anything that actually has to do with like your peers, you're like, yeah, okay. They did that. Yeah. Or the instinct is rather than to consume as is to analyze. It's like Mm -hmm. you see Tom Holland and your mind immediately goes to like, why, why is he doing this? <laughs> Rather than being impressed with what it is. Yeah, 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 right. And you're like, what does this mean? And like, what is this in relation to me? Yeah, you're like, wow, this is such a a, a spectacle. Like, like, so he's performing Rihanna for a straight audience. Mm-hmm. Are they laughing with him or at him? Right. And also thinking about like what being impressed by something would m- look like on you. Right. Like there's a really, like there's maybe a more <laughs> yeah. conscious totally. like, calculus of like, yeah, this is my impression of a straight person being impressed. Oh, wow. And then this is my impression of a gay person being impressed. Okay. Let's see. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like they first have to make the conscious decision. Or it, is it like, is it like, <laughs> or this is just an impression of us talking about the movie. Like, no, I liked it. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was good. Um, I thought the way they set up the reveal was yeah. really compelling. I didn't love, I found myself engaged the whole time. Uh, I mean, That's what you're describing is so true and also drives me insane sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like i'm just like oh it would be so and we've talked about this before but it's like to just have like a simple like i went on vacation and it was incredible you know? <laughs> so it's like oh well the you know the hotel was sort of this style and like it was kind of like eye rolly but you know we did have one really good meal and like yeah, so true <laughs> and it's just like shut up shut yeah. up i was talking about this sorry again but natalie sorry for my podcast um okay, is this your podcast or what <laughs> this is straight oh, cool. oh sorry sorry i'm gonna go um <laughs> Well, uh, we were talking about the thing. Actually, this feels like a big thing in straight culture, but actually maybe it's just everyone, but like the experience of doing something with someone, but not feeling secure enough in the relationship to acknowledge that it was underwhelming. So like yes. you're at mm. dinner with someone and like the dinner was bad or like the conversation was bad. Like the night overall was just like mediocre, underwhelming and having to be like, no, it was fun. You know, or like with the person, like you can't like just say to the person, you're like, this sucks. Like, why can't we figure out something to talk about? Mm -hmm. And that experience is so underscored when you're like at a table and the table next to you is like, la, 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 like having an amazing time. I don't know how that intersects no, with what it, we were. It, it, well, to go back to the straight couples thing, it is like, especially when you overhear like a first date, it is just like the goal is to make someone impressed with something you're saying, but then you're also lying about being impressed constantly. So it's just like, you're from Nebraska? I've yeah. seen that movie, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Uh, never mind. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a genius point. Well, it's just another thing I was just talking about with Natalie. <laughs> like, I'm fully just, like, bringing it here to be like, and by the way, this is my, my but I'll go for it. Like, no. Yeah. I think you have to. Okay, I have if to. If not, no. we're, yeah, like, obviously, stuck. right. So, it, it, just the thing of, like, like and per, the particular dating app culture of, like, making really bold proclamations about something oh yes right being like if you yes if you don't think strawberries are better than blueberries yeah then don't, don't, don't yeah block me now. me now unmatch yeah. me now unmatch me now right exactly yeah it's like all right come on i recently discovered that florence Pugh's instagram bio contains the sentence Satsiki goes with everything dot 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 true fact or something like that <laughs> 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 it actually really endeared her to me because I can imagine her being like, okay, and a joke. Like, I'm going to yeah, say I'm an actress yeah. and yeah. a joke. I have to have like a funny little, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> she definitely strikes me as normal girl. Yeah, that you is know. normal girl. Let's hope she is not still dating Zach Braff. Actually, actually you know what? She can do whatever the hell she wants. Thank you. Don't <laughs> yeah. police Florence. I actually take Zach. a, I genuinely, I, I forget I ever said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing to me, like when people are like, like invested in stuff. I know. Like I take like, back I being really, invested. Yeah. That that was me being <laughs> that was straight people being impressed. Culture was me caring <laughs> that Florence Pugh was dating Zach Brown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You know how everybody's been like, there's been those tweets that are like, it's crazy. We, Julia Roberts is in a stars okay, TV first of all, show. My tweet is the one that said that. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> okay. And so I'm sort of saying I don't care, by the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm going to have to push back on that because I do feel like to have Julia Roberts, like the platonic ideal of a movie star beyond a star show does make me feel like something has shifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my pushback on that is like, I don't care that much about right, like whatever right. shifted. And ultimately, you are right. Like, it's right, right, more right. correct to not care than to care. Right. And, and that's kind of the gate. That's like that's sort the of gate. The, I'm being that straight in that I care about Julia Roberts. Not <laughs> the straightest thing you're, you're doing is caring about an actress. Yeah, yeah and it's also like uh, famously yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I'm also in the not caring about Julia Roberts. I had no idea. I missed this entire discourse. Well, I think mm. that's the issue is like, imagine Julia Roberts doing something and no one cares. But I'm also like, I'm having trouble with this in general. I'm like so much is happening and so much of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, totally, totally. Just well, feeling like actually yeah, ambivalent. Not, not impressed. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember Michaela not impressed meme? Mm-hmm. No, that was a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, my experience of that was like every time Summer Olympics happen, I get like completely obsessed with women's gymnastics. Like, like it actually changes my brain chemistry for six months where it's like, it's long after the Olympics, I'm watching it. I know like the drama about the code of points on the US team, like how things, like really know all the performers. So I was like, like everybody's talking like, haha, she made this funny face. I was like, well, she, it's like sucks that she got second. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. she was the best vaulter in the world. And she like had a totally uncharacteristic fall. And I was still reckoning with like, she had never fallen in competition or was like known for very, very rarely falling on yeah. like an event that is, it's totally normal to fall. And it happens there at the most like prominent. And I was like, how do you like make peace with that? That like everything sets you up for being winning the gold medal, but then you get the silver, but you still have the silver and that's amazing. And you still were the best, but you don't get this kind of validation and i was like i'm feeling like that has been erased by the fact that like she's made this funny face and i don't want that's not what's in like totally do you know what i mean no yeah it's like what actually happened is way more interesting than that she made a funny face right but i do love you struggling with this as if you're like the meme is going around like no stop oh my god no no idea this is it's on buzzfeed <laughs> damn it <laughs> literally so commenting and like, but also like conflicted because kind of grateful that like this person has attention being paid to her sure. and being like, well, she deserves attention because she's a really incredible vaulter. Yeah. And like, you know, all press is press, whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she did do <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. She did do Dancing with the Stars. That's so true. Like, and that's really straight culture, but it's like something I'm grateful for. When yeah. I do care about actors, I'm like, I'm <laughs> glad that they have something like going on for them like that. <laughs> It's good that they're working. Uh, we, okay. I know we talked about it slightly, but I do feel like we're bearing the lead a bit that like gay people are, they're really impressed with like women vocalists. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, than yeah. just like a little. Like it's no, like, no, 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 totally. And it's performer, performer, basically women <laughs> performers of any kind. Women performers of any kind. Totally. And if you're just like... <laughs> just like a woman with a job that counts as performing <laughs> like yeah. i can just be in a meeting and someone's on zoom but if she's wearing the right top that counts as her being a female performer. right i'm like ugh, she's eating, she's <laughs> she's eating. <laughs> she tore and she yes looks so we good. know the subtext of this is slightly sexist so don't write it <laughs> we're not going to be addressing that <laughs> yeah that's not really what this conversation is about <laughs> we don't want to think about that honey <laughs> because we're just trying to have a little fun for once in our pathetic lives okay? I recently, last night i had dinner with among other people my boss and she showed up wearing this like very cute <laughs> jacket and i just was i could i was truly like Oh, work. Like, I didn't say anything, but I was like, how humiliating that I can't even just like have a normal interaction with my boss without being like, queen. <laughs> so, oh my God. It it's is a funny of, way of living. It, it Well, it's kind of like, it's, you know, when people say your inner child, like that is a mm -hmm. very specific thing for a gay man. It's like, you can literally have a PhD in um, semiotics and still be affected by someone wearing a jacket. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I'm trying to think. It's also like I think of these things as like constellations or like a personal constellation like it's an astrology almost of like these are my like i have like 10 videos on youtube that are the ones that are mine like that 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 are important to me in Mm -hmm. some way or that they feel like really important like totems to me and it's not like they like represent me like they're not it's not like oh these things tell you something about myself but it's like it feels important to me that i have them are you saying you're more like intentional about what impresses impresses you rather than um no cool just just like a more intentional in comparison to who straight people maybe or maybe it's like more it does feel like it's like my me being impressed is like a little bit deeper or like the feeling is a little bit (laughs) deeper totally and by the way that might not be wrong that might not be right but that is what it feels like yeah yeah yeah. no it's like oh you're impressed with like tom holland well how would you try watching jasmine sullivan sing home from the whiz and guess what she's nine years old yeah, and try, if you're impressed with Tom Holland, try watching Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. It's like, why don't you read a book? And the book is a YouTube video, and it's Jasmine Sullivan. She's 11, and she's amazing. The YouTube thing. This is slightly unrelated, but the YouTube thing is, you do have those videos that are huge for you, and then no one will ever be able to like understand. No one will. No. You'll never be able to like show it to someone and have them get it get it right exactly or like you do and it's like so special but it's rare and like so often you try to do it and it's like cool yeah but that is a thing that gay people love to do is they come together and they share youtube videos well i would argue straight people do that as well (laughs) well gay people yeah (laughs) not only gay people do that but (laughs) i only happen to know this one example of like a kind of people who will do this thing but (laughs) (laughs) you are right like why i think it's I don't want to say that like I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. No, please never admit to that. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't say something like that. But I do think you bring up a really compelling point, Sam. That gay people are really impressed by stuff too. And... I just think it's you know after our most recent episode and we talked about bands and I feel yeah, like that's a were... really smart point by the way. People were mad at us. And... Wait, really? Oh, they were rioting. In well, the listen. It to be fair, and I would never admit to a mistake, but I do think. Well, we were right, but that being said. (laughs) Yeah, but like, you really have to suspend a lot of disbelief to like be fully on board with everything we were saying. (laughs) What were you saying beyond? It was just very much like we were just in a mood where we couldn't, (laughs) like, we like truly couldn't think of bands. Like, uh it was like, I was like trying to think, I was, (laughs) Matt came in very strong and was like, bands are straight, haven't heard, since I came out, haven't said the word band, haven't listened to a single band. And we were like, you know, agreeing, you know, like going along with it, whatever. Yeah. At one point we're like, well, you know, there are some bands. And then we just like, couldn't think of any. And I Googled bands. <laughs> <laughs> and so then people were like messaging us being like, actually this queer band is well, led by blah, 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 blah. And, actually, and it was like, yeah, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like the general band. Well, well, yeah. It's like the, the thing that's straight about bands is like, imagine the idea of a battle of the bands or the idea of like yeah. the Ramones. Right. Like it simply right. is it. And talk about like straight culture, like it's straight culture. Of right. course, there's going to be like a queer movement within those bands. Yeah. Of course, there's interlopers be- within straight yeah. culture, right? I mean, bands are so straight. It. Freddie yeah. Mercury became a straight, the frontman of a straight band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also think that's funny and interesting that people were like, that's wrong about that, which feels actually a lot truer than a lot of the stuff that 
we've been talking about and maybe that's not true <laughs> but i actually disagree i think everything we've been talking about is very very on point okay yeah Thank i think you. it's true and Thank i think you. i think you know that doesn't mean there won't be backlash but you know there was backlash when it was said that the earth was not the center of the universe. Yeah. There's so. going to be a lot of backlash from gay people who are impressed. They're like, I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, right. That I forgot the word impressed. And then it's like, Michaela is not impressed. That's what I, yeah, that's why. I okay. That. Yeah. 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 I didn't. Oh my God. Did you just think I brought it up for no reason? <laughs> Yeah, I think like no, I it was like called the like Michaela. It's like it was called like the not impressed meme, right? Yeah, like Michaela's not impressed. Michaela's right? not impressed, and that is true. Like that is often how gay people are. Like that's how I am with a lot of stuff. Well, we oftentimes <laughs> model our facial expressions after Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> She's big for me. Um, <laughs> She's my north star. <laughs> she actually did do something very cool recently, which well, flip. No, she, well, I'd actually the trial. From, yeah, no, yeah, she exactly. Was, she's incredibly. I, I mean. Just to be clear, those girls I can't even talk about without literally bursting into tears. No, so exactly. It's, it's, and yeah, I can't even. Yeah. I, this I, was I, the I, first Olympics where the ethics of it got to me after so many years of trying to just power totally, through it. And I'm totally. like, Ugh, something shifted. Like the Olympics yeah. were always the one thing where I turned my brain off against my own better right. judgment. Like, of right. course, you know, and it, and this year I was like, no. Yeah. It, and kind of on like a lot of levels right it's like that yeah. the olympics has always been right like yeah. it's, it's yeah. so shitty in so many different ways and yeah but well, it is like oh it's it is fun and for some reason me too i allowed myself to be like and then specifically with women's gymnastics I, yeah it's it's that's why i was like telling sam i'm like i should just not to say that professional sports are much better but it's like I'll just get into the NBA. That's slightly better than the Olympics. Yeah. I'll get my my fix of sports pageantry. Sam, you look so confused. No, I was trying to think, didn't something unethical happen with the NBA? Well, I didn't, I mean, NFL, I, I'm like, NFL oh. is the unethical one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only the more unethical one. People do, people like the NBA. I, for some reason, I've had so many opportunities to get into it. And it is just like, I cannot. You can't get impressed. I just can't get impressed by it. Even though I know, and like I've people like people like have explained to me why it's so impressive, why it's so hard. Yeah, the pageantry totally. of it—it it does seem like it's funny. There's like the culture around it is funny. Getting to know the the queens that are playing seems yeah, kind of fun. Sort yeah, of the personalities. Exactly. Who's I mean, a if they player, did, yeah, if a... they did like a meet the queens video before each game. Yeah, maybe yeah. I get more into it. Oh, and yeah. if they were like, I'm known for like being like this online, and like this scandal happened with me in 1999, and like mm -hmm. I'm kind of like exciting in this way, and it's like yeah, that or would if be really they could juicy. at least like each have a few pieces of flair on their <sighs> totally uniform. Would it kill you to wear a damn wig? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> would it kill you to wear the like um the, the fuck like the British platform boots that Ginger Spice wears while playing <laughs> basketball. <laughs> like it actually would not kill you, and it would actually make it really impressive. There's also like, uh, never mind. Wait, I forgot. Oh no, I have it. Okay, recently at the gym saw on TV like one of those Sports Center shows where they're like talking really serious about basketball, and it's it's like they really it's like it matters to them. Like it's really like they're talking about it. Like no, I don't think I don't think he has. And they're also like projecting about the future like what will happen based on what has happened and it's like about like people playing basketball and it's like <laughs> yeah why don't you like why don't you just like take a deep breath and just wait and see like this does yeah. not matter and like debating about something that like 
is like a probability. Like they're like, I think it's three quarters of a chance that he can do it. I think it's like four fifths. And it's like, yeah. And they have to Why create little relax? mini controversies. One of them is like, here he goes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is like for me watching it like on TV, like with captions, like for like two minutes. And I was like, I cannot believe people are taking this so seriously. It's like, have a little fun. Like it's not, doesn't matter. It's like a game. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like that's this is part. the fun part. Right. Exactly. Oh my God. I wanted to say something else, but I can't remember. Um, was it about yeah. Natalie? Maybe, maybe something you were talking yeah, about. Maybe with something Natalie, you were talking or... about with Natalie. Maybe something Natalie and I said. That sounds right. That sounds like me. I would say something like that. I actually could talk about this topic for like an another three hours. Like being impressed versus yeah. Being like impressed. I feel like we actually have we've said a lot. Mm. But I'm like a lot has been said. It's there's also an element of like, you know, when people talk about like dad, you know, like oh that's such a dad thing, like dad jokes. Like I feel like being impressed is such a dad impulse mm. like it like i was recently on vacation with my dad and we found a store that only sold tinned fish and he walked in and i swear to god almost like shat himself like mm. he was like i cannot believe how like and he he then bought so many tins of fish that he ended up having to purchase a branded tote bag that to put them all in and then walk out <laughs> the but he was like truly like a kid in a candy store right 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 <laughs> I feel like the gay response is like, you've never seen a, a store that only sells tin oh, fish. Yeah. Or, or it's really like, oh, the tinned fish craze is so stupid. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, like the article, like, yeah, hot girls eat tin fish. Yeah, like, exactly. Here you are <laughs> yes. tripping and falling face first into it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so yeah. true. <sighs> also, it's also like a childlike thing. And there's a certain level of like, mm. as a gay person, you have to grow up. And as a straight person, you can choose whether you want to grow up or not. Like to be gay, you have to be kind of like worldly, you well, know? Yeah, oh, right. I guess maybe also the ways that gay people are impressed. It's like, there's more of an insistence that it's like justified totally. <laughs> and maybe like a delusional insistence that it's justified, yes. but it's like, you don't understand. Like I've seen every YouTube video <laughs> and I know that this performance, it's like, <laughs> you those- think that's the best performance of I will always love you. You're kidding. You <laughs> haven't watched this one. You moron. Like yeah. this one's the best performance, right? Like I've no, I know everything I've seen, everything and I've curated every, you know, like where straight people are more contentious to be like, I'm seeing something right now. That's okay. Cool wait, to me. I, I know what the connective tissue is. It's that you have to work harder to impress a gay person. So when you do, they're like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. now you got, this is it. Yeah. The yeah, one yeah. out of a hundred things that is going to impress me. So now I'm really impressed. That's Whereas so straight true. People are like constantly like you know kind of like jumping up and down on their high chair and like throwing peas and macaroni right, right, and cheese right. everywhere because right. like someone walked in wearing a fun hat right you see like a broadway like a straight person sees a broadway musical and they're like wow that production is incredible and a gay person <laughs> yeah. is like they like she was not cast right <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> well i love oh my god i did this recently with something i watched where i love using like a, a stupidly in, um, kind of grave wording. Like I was like, yeah. I go very casually. I go, well, she was fundamentally miscast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Katrina Lark. I, I mean, who else were we talking about? Right? We're talking about we Katrina. Talking about? <laughs> talking about like, oh, a Broadway show, someone is miscast. I mean, hi, sorry, Katrina. She's <laughs> I, a listener. Yeah, she's a listener. Um, she doesn't get any of the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but also, you have a great energy. I'm like, I like, 
like literally me seeing company was being like look like i i actually thought she was charismatic like and i'll totally give her that right she didn't have the she didn't she doesn't have the voice for it and right. it's uncomfortable you know like like having that like <laughs> being like i'm an expert it's like you did musical theater literally 12 years ago like yeah. and that's that you're like being like her range is not it's not right for it that's what do you know <laughs> i'll pretend well yeah i mean uh, that's one of the great joys of life is being able to judge stuff that you don't do and have any hand in yeah like ability for yeah and it is one of the ways you can take advantage of the fact that straight people have bad taste in gay people is you can be like okay well i'll embrace that and just kind of like Mm. half-ass life because Mm. it's going to get me farther than it would you know it's like yeah i guess if you think queer eye is good then like i can just kind of like have my catchphrase can literally be like let's close the book on that one (laughs) and then you'll literally like have a heart attack (laughs) (laughs) wait it's like the most the funniest one of the funniest things i've seen on tv of kate berlant in the other two as the oh, agent yeah, yeah. i'm gagging for you faggot i'm gagging for you faggot <laughs> so i remember when i met with an agent for the first time and i said Uh-oh. at one point like industry oh, talk yeah, yeah. Well, here we go industry. here we go no problem i said i was like i want it was something of the tone of like i don't think so honey but it was not that like <laughs> It was like, no thanks Rare. or something, but it said in a way. And the agent was like, okay, that's the name of your first special. Like, <laughs> oh, no. no, no, it's not. Oh, it's so good. Wait, Ugh. I mean this, yeah, I can't. Oh, it was, it was not to be a bitch. And no. by the way, what was I, what was I doing saying that? You know what, yeah. like that is on me. I know. Like uh, I was I... catering to that response. Totally. God. If we're talking about industry being gay weird, one time I went to a meeting in LA with this like development lady and I'd never met her before. I was in LA. She's definitely never seen me perform, like completely just meeting her. She walks in and is just like, I love you so much. Like, I think you are so incredible. And like, I want to work with you so, so bad. I, oh my gosh, I do have a meeting in 15 minutes. It was just added. <laughs> And so I actually do have to go right now. And I'm just want to say, I'm so sorry. I love you so, Ugh. so much. And I was like, this is absurd. It felt like it was like sex in the city. Like it was like, this is a parody of LA. This is crazy. That is, wait, that's funny. You're like your response. You're like, okay, I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. This is you're like, she ate. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You were like, okay, we're going out later. <laughs> you're like queen. We have to talk. <laughs> Best you alert. Best dealer. <laughs> Best dealer. Um, Charlie, it's crazy that you say not to be a bitch because the other day I almost posted, you know how that book, The Netanyahu's just won uh, the Pulitzer? Yes. I cannot for the life of me understand what it's about. I started it yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so is it about the Netanyahu's? Is it about like Israel? But it's not. And then someone was like, no, it's about a professor. And I, I, I wanted to, I just wanted to pose like not to be a bitch, but what is the Netanyahu's about? <laughs> and i didn't because i was like not to be a bitch is over yeah you can't yeah i mean it was over when when you said it at that meeting yeah (laughs) i killed it yeah i also think sometimes maybe this is like a little bit drifting in topic i think we've drifted plenty (laughs) at this point not to be a bitch uh, (laughs) if you think what you've said hasn't been drifting whatever um (laughs) like like a thing people do online sometimes and it feels like what that book maybe is doing that is like deliberately making something hard to parse yes. 
And people are like, I love it because they don't want to admit that they don't know what it is. And actually, it's like, this is not substantial. It's just confusing. And the confusing thing is not actually generative or interesting or like compelling. Or, oh my God, people do this all the time where they'll like say something political online obliquely, like, and with no supporting evidence or like no context for it. And you'll be like, what are you talking about? And now I feel stupid for disagreeing with that, but I don't know like why you would say that. You know what I mean? Not coming up with a great example. <laughs> I'm kind of doing the first that part thing. I understood. The first yeah, so part let's really go back know. to the first part and the second part. Like, I was can kidding. I just say something? This is like such a classic issue with um, spending time online because yes. you so clearly have seen, you know, 25 examples today of the thing yeah. you're talking about, but yeah. you can't remember any of them specifically. But yeah. you know it's some, but but like you know, I'm it's like something. I know this is a thing. It, yes, it's like it's an affect. It's a it's right. a sensibility. It's like a thing. Right. And to you, it's like the thing that annoyed you the most, like today or this week, or right, like right, this year. And it's like it happens to me all the time. Where like when you try to describe it, then suddenly it almost like bounces back at you. It, it like reveals you as the person being mad about something that's indescribable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, people are like, sorry. So the thing you're mad about is like people not being specific yeah. with yeah, what they're yeah. referencing. <laughs> you're like, right. So uh, don't, so ignore that. I, that part of what I said <laughs> and go back to the first part, which you guys did connect with, which yeah. I forgot what it was. It was um, making something so confusing that people assume it's like highbrow. And oh and yeah, I totally agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, that, mm-hmm. no oh my god very true. yeah people weaponize things being confusing mm-hmm. i have something controversial to say what charlie i was gonna say go off and then i got in my way <laughs> i self-sabotaged you're more of a hater than i pegged you for oh yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you know i think Honey, you haven't seen nothing yet well, well i think to, you're right until you go I'm to the censored. beach with this one and get a few hard <laughs> seltzers in his system oh my god i always I, thought i thought oh charlie that sweet sensitive a... ball of sunshine mm. wow I'm, really and now i'm here and i'm like this boy is a man and guess what he's got teeth and he's mad this and, boy is a man <laughs> and he's got teeth and he's angry and he's taking no prisoners and he's actually upset about <laughs> all well things. you know what what it's like it's it's totally i'm actually <laughs> mad about stuff all the time i'm super judgmental i'm super critical and i very deliberately don't share it online wow. because i actually find that it is it would make me vulnerable but more than that it's like it's annoying when people like when people are so critical all the time i'm like i'm gonna keep this private and keep it a little you know what i mean i I don't want to also actually because i know that it feels really bad to hear something critical about yourself and totally it's like people will see it yeah but so do it on a podcast instead. <laughs> a podcast. But a <laughs> podcast listens. is like, it's like private. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I do it on no, my podcast. No one listens to these. Well, and right. you can't screenshot it, which is I think actually the beauty of podcasts. Right, like what? Someone's going to be like this. He said this. And by the way, they might, but I'm not saying anything so <laughs> egregious. It's just like, they're like, look, he has actually a worse attitude than we thought. You know, it's like. <laughs> You're canceled because, guilty. because you have a worse attitude than people thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's cancelable. Yeah, I work. I mean, also, it's like it comes in and out. Like sometimes I have a really like good attitude. But recently these days, it's like I am like resentful, like angry about stuff. I'm constantly being like mad about people like like being like their work is mediocre. It's uninteresting and they're getting rewarded for it. And it's they're fundamentally miscast. They're fundamentally miscast (laughs) a lot. I'm saying that a lot. A lot of people are fundamentally miscast. I love that. No, and actually wouldn't I haven't said anything about you guys ever. (laughs) 
Can't say that about everybody. And I would love to actually offline, but I'm not going to say anything specific mm-hmm. unless I already have. About people? So. Yeah. No, but you I'll... haven't. And here's the thing. If you want to ask me in person, and this is open to anybody, I'll say anything. One-on-one, no worries. <laughs> if you recognize Charlie on the street, go up to him and be like, what's the tea? Yeah, you know? <laughs> be like, I think this person, I don't understand why they got that role. This person writes for this thing. That's crazy to me. I don't think their work is very interesting at all. I have a hard time. Joe Biden is president. (laughs) He was not even a good student. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden is president. His work is derivative. Do you think people in politics talk like that about one another where they're like, her? (laughs) I mean, how could you not? (laughs) Yeah, but it's, I'm, I'm going based on Veep. Totally. And I'm like, yes, but it's a little different. Like the things I talk about are like, oh, that person's like, like nobody cares about the work. It's like, that's very true. Yeah. It's a bunch of little careerists who need to go back to their politics MFA programs and get some (laughs) skills. It'd be funny if that's what you did. You had to like, if like, (laughs) yeah, to be like a civil servant, you had to like do a really rigorous, long schooling process. But specifically in the arts, it's like you have to write a political speech, but then people are like, write like experimental ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. If well, only, that's validating to hear yeah. in some ways. Or not validating. Like, I don't think it's good that I'm like that, but it, it's nice to know that I'm being seen. <laughs> but also, it's also nice to know that I've tricked people, too. That feels good. You definitely, I feel tricked. I feel, I'm very surprised. Mm. Like, because you, I kind of know who the haters are, and I feel like like the little sharks in the water, and I feel like, uh-oh, be careful of that one. They probably hate you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. And that's a secret hater. Yeah, that's amateur. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't let them know. Yeah. Is this, like, so evil? No. By the way, it's like, no, it's fine. No, actually. no, it's not. It's not. It's, who cares? <laughs> it's actually very funny, Sam, that you're having this reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, hmm. Yeah, where's that coming from? No, I think I feel personally self-conscious. I think something I'm going through right now is feeling self-conscious about where I stand and what my what my output is like. Really? And so I just feel like you're in such a good place. Yeah, yeah. to me, you're beloved. Well, Not just by man, but by everybody. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> um, I but yeah, I think I've been feeling and yeah, I'm just sort of like I think I'm very self-conscious about being hack or boring or something. And mm. so I'm I'm like, oh, oh. Like I'm, I'm almost like, oh, okay, so that's over. Okay. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. in a way that I'm yeah. like, fuck, fuck. fuck. Mm. You know, I think we might be heading into a summer of, you know, how we talk about eras of consumption and production. I kind of think I'm, I'm ready to enter a summer of consumption of really like taking in things and replacing some of my old, uh, sensibility or not sensibilities, but some of my old, habits with new ones yeah some new ideas like i'm i really feel depleted of creative energy in a way i haven't in a while (sighs) me too yeah especially because it's like like so much of what i do creatively is like thinking about selling stuff and like yeah you know like how it works in a market which is just like horrible it's it's like such a like i i had this experience where i was looking back at my instagram from like when i was in college and I really was just like posting like pictures of like worms that I thought were funny. <laughs> and I was like, like, oh, I was really like inspired. Like I would be like excited. <laughs> no, that's so true. Yeah. But like, it was like, it wasn't it, like, didn't, it wasn't like successful, but yeah. actually in the end it was, it was like, cause I think comedy works really well when you bring people to where you are. 
mm-hmm. right? And you're so compelling and you're like, I actually have a vision and I insist that this is funny and like, I'll make you see it this way as opposed to being like, what do you guys think is funny? I'm going to like try to do that. And I don't feel like I have as much right now of the thing of like, what is the stuff that like I am thinking is funny in the world? Well, honey, try working at a website where you can see exactly how many people read each post. (laughs) Oh my God. Toxic. I mean, I guess that is also like Twitter really does that too. Sure. You're like, Oh yeah. 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 But sometimes I feel like I've been successful at that where I'm like, I'm actually going to like keep doing this joke until people get it. And then people do get it. And you're like, yeah, you got it. That's nice. I'm like, oh, it failed. It failed. Delete, yeah. delete, delete. Get out. That's me. Every time I try to post a fucking video. Really? Humiliating. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I just can't do a good video. It's like the timing doesn't work for me. I mean, you have to be an amazing Try editor. doing a lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something? Yeah. I'm going to yes. soft launch. I have a lip sync video that I'm going to make. No. Yeah. You know what it is? It's me lip syncing. Um, the, uh, one of Ryan Seacrest's intros to American Idol. Oh, that's a good one. And the bit is that, you know how it's like, so it's like, I've made that really long and it gets like really scary and like it starts getting replaced by screams. And I'm just like standing there <laughs> smiling. I don't know. Yeah. No, I love that. Just yeah, be no, sure we'll to see. wear a wig. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole thing of when you make a video, you have to have all this production. And it's like, I don't, I'm not a producer. I can't do that. I mean, literally the production of like putting a phone in front of you is so much work. It's like, okay, now I'm like committed. Like now I have a call time. Right. It's like, this is so <laughs> absurd. And also it'll be like, oh, it's not funny. Cause like the background is weird or something. Yeah, this, has gone, like, okay, this has become so like, and so like we have gone from <laughs> discussing like how the entire world works to how yeah. difficult it is to make a video. No, so I'm actually very grateful for this ending portion because I was like, I was craving a little, um, I was craving some humanity. I was craving some connection mm-hmm. and I actually oh. feel we got it. We're talking out. We're now we're talking to each other. Okay. Yeah. Didn't realize I was lacking humanity. Who am I? Katrina Link? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that <laughs> feeling when you're a gay guy. <laughs> oh my God. It's actually sometimes like you just are a gay guy. Sometimes it's you are so, just such a gay guy. And it's, it's amazing. Crazy. It's so nice yeah. though. It's, it's so nice. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's good. It legit as long rocks. As, yeah, yeah. It, it legit rocks. As long as an evil gay guy on the internet doesn't find it and then comments like, this is exactly why. I know. I Yeah. Did that happen to you guys? Um, no. um, Definitely in my head. All the time. Right, right, right. Yeah. What? Let's end. Let's try okay. a segment, right? Is that, I yeah. mean, we've gone for like, I mean, much I know we, we, I, we have been technically needing to end for a while. I'm just like, then what? You know what I mean? I have to make dinner. <laughs> I know. That part is devastating. It really is. And I like didn't, you know, <laughs> not to get too vulnerable, but I didn't have time to make the marinade for the chicken yeah. before we started recording. So like now oh, I'm going to have to literally no. start the marinade now at 825. It's like, I'm going to be eating at 11. If I'm making dinner, I'm eating it at 10, 1030. Oh yeah. Well, also like, there's no way not to pull this card, but like back home where I'm from, that is when you eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, here he goes. European. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I will be having midnight chicken tonight. Awesome. Hope everyone's excited. Yummer. Do you guys want to hear what I'm going to have for dinner? Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> I made this like chicken and leek thing yesterday. Is it Allison so Roman? No. Oh, because I made Times. a chicken and leek Allison Roman thing. Oh, I know that one and that one's good. Yeah, the whole um, chicken. Yeah. This one is a, it's originally bok choy. It's a New York Times recipe and it's good because you marinate the chicken in miso and mustard Ooh. and like ginger and garlic. And it kind of sounds weird, but it's so good. 
I'm going to put it on a salad. <laughs> Fuck. I know. That sounds gigantic. That sounds incredible. Okay, here's my problem with that. I'm sorry. No, go on. Oh, to no. Me, it's like, oh, no. To me, it's like put it on rice for dinner on a salad for lunch. I know, you're right. But why? Because if you put it on a salad, then suddenly you're having a salad. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. so that doesn't feel like dinner. I just put it on rice for lunch. Yeah. Oh, I don't... interesting. Right. Then it's actually subverting it. You know what yeah, I mean? I, no, That's yeah, kind of yeah, what I was thinking. Sure. I was like, it's, it, maybe sure. it's actually elegant where it's like, I'm actually having this like light little dinner. You're right. I, love I take that. it back and your dinner is good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, go for it. Yeah, I'm having leftover um, some chicken and lentils and salad. Oh my God, mm. chicken chicken all around. I know. Clock chicken. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a great weeknight meal, you know what I mean? It is a great weeknight meal. Well, it's crazy. Like, So you guys are making, you're like eating dinner every night. Like, I know I am, but then Honey, it's hard to believe that everybody is. Not by choice. I Wait, know. you mean... Eating dinner. I'm sorry. You mean eating dinner every night or cooking dinner every night? I mean eating it. I basically eat three meals a day. Is that crazy? No, no, no it's normal. Really I'm normal. just like I can't believe. Like I can't believe I do it, and then everybody's doing it. <laughs> everybody's so harsh on adulting, and sometimes Uh-oh. it's like it's this is hard. Yes, I a hundred percent. I never thought. I never thought in all my years we would have justice for adulting on this podcast. People like people are like, oh my god, like grow up. Like it's like, yeah, like I'm doing it, but it's like challenging to balance all these things. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and there's a comfort in being a child, right? That it's I miss like the idea that people used to not complain. It's like, yeah, like my parents also complained about how it's like difficult to get everything done. Yeah, that's like normal. And I'm not just checking myself into rehab for exhaustion because I'm making dinner. I'm simply complaining about it online. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. And it's like adulting is just like, it's too tainted by small bean or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, listen, those little guys had a point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the last segment? Uh, okay. So for our final segment, we pay tribute to one of the foundational art forms of straight society, which is the radio shout out. So we give a mm. shout out to something that we want to endorse. Man, I really do feel like a meme that's like my last two brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can I can give it a try. What's up, losers and also winners? Because in this society, you can never know. I want to give a quick shout out to, that's right, my one and only queen priestess of the art form of music, Sky Ferreira, who finally, after 15 decades of silence, has released her new hit single, Tonight. We are recording, in fact, so soon after the release that Charlie and Sam both haven't listened yet. And it is called Don't Forget. And I want to say she has in officially ushered the era of remembering. <laughs> From now on, forgetting is out, remembering is in. We're talking planning oral histories. We're talking making a book that has memories from your family. We're talking, yeah, that's right, going to the 9-11 museum. Forgetting is out, remembering is in, and that is the spirit of summer of 2022. So get out your diaries and your notebooks, get out your old recipe books, get out family heirlooms, and spend some time letting it all sink in. Woo! Wow, never forget. Love that. Okay, I have, okay. 
What's up, everyone on Earth? I'm talking to the children of We Zero and Up and the big grown-ups. I'm talking 100 years old, even up to. I want to give a shout out to two things that I think go together because they're both equally lame to shout out in today's day and age. I want to give a shout out to Yes, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7. I want to tell you that I have started watching this one and it is the, the winter season and I feel joy again for the first time in a while and I thought there's no way this will be fun to watch and I'm watching it and everyone is such a beautiful, great performer and it's actually a very good season of television and I am loving it. Of course, we're only two episodes in, but I just want to say if you're bored of the franchise, hey, give it a shot. I think maybe you'll be uh, impressed. And in a similar vein um, of things that George will roll his eyes at me about, I'm not rolling I want eyes. to give a huge shout out to the Katy Perry song that came out a few months ago that's like, when I'm gone, I'm never really gone. I <laughs> heard share. it while I was on a run today and ooh, baby, I was in heaven. I said, you know, 2010 is back. Uh, justice for Katy Perry. Yeah, she's annoying. Yeah, she sucks. But that's what's good about her. We need that type of energy around so that we have a compass of what is good and what is bad. If we don't have the bad, then we just then we crumble as a society. So shout out to those two things. I never promised to be a cool guy. XOXO, Sam. Um, I want to shout out one time. Uh, when I asked Charlie if he watched Drag Race, his response was, no, I don't, but I don't judge you for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe I would say something like that. Even though that's totally true and it is totally fine. I'm just hoping that that's mutual. You know what I mean? That, I'm not trying to be like different. For... I don't think I'm better. No, than but it, it was just funny because I mean, in classic you fashion where I feel like your mind works faster, like, you know, it immediately goes to, you know, like, yeah. I, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you thought I had like an ulterior motive for asking you. <laughs> like you thought I was worried that you would judge me. Whereas I literally just wanted to see if I should invite you to my place to watch. Oh yeah. yeah. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was, you thought the conversation was happening like on a different level than it was. Right. You're like, no, but also wait, hold on. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like really trying to like that, manage. That yeah. Um, Charlie, would you like to Thank venture you. a shout out? Yeah, should I do it in a radio voice? It's Please. totally up to of you. Course. You can interpret it as, as however you want. What's up, everybody? Uh, today, I'll be. I want to give a huge shout out to the video game Elden Ring. Uh, it's been a video game that I've been playing, and it's. You know what? It's actually amazing to have structure in your life that comes from increasing your you know, strength points and increasing your level and increasing your vigor. I think that's something we all are really striving for right now. Is to through the defeat of our enemies, gain runes, and spend them on our own betterment. And that's something that I'm really excited to be doing, not just in Elden Ring, but also in my life beyond. I'm finding myself in life and in Elden Ring, in dungeons beset by little goblins and horrible rat creatures. And it, it, I'm finding it incredibly rewarding to, uh, to slaughter them with magic. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Elden Ring for giving me that kind of structure to understand Woo. what I'm going through. Um, wow! So you chose an astronomer? <laughs> no, I'm um, a confessor. 
Oh, okay. I it's just like started... faith magic. It's oh, funny that okay. after yeah. talking about how easily straight people are impressed, we recommended like the biggest pop star in the biggest video game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started Elden Ring last week, two weeks ago. Oh, baby. I yeah. need to give up everything and just dive in. Oh, it's so fun. It rocks. It's great. Even though it's hard. It's okay. Yeah, but I'm ready for a challenge. Yeah, it's true. Well, I love that this was sort of a mega episode. This was like two episodes. We needed one. it. We did yeah. actually need it. And I it actually healing. felt we really were able to like settle in and like yeah. not be so worried about, oh, where do we have to be? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a call with my agent who's going to call me gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like get off. I'm like, oh, shit. I missed a bunch of calls from my agent. Fuck. He's probably And then there's all gay. these texts that are like gay, 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 gay. <laughs> Charlie, where are you? You're gay. You're gay. Charlie, where are you? You're a gay guy. Charlie, answer the phone. You're gay. <laughs> Charlie, answer the phone. You're gay. Is I'm like, oh, fuck, like, you guys have to take this. Hi. So yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> um, oh, well, yeah, this has been delightful. Thank you, guys. This is so fun. Thank Thanks you for doing for it, Charlie. Me. Of course. Can I plug my podcast or oh, is that gauche? Yeah, we actually don't usually plug people, but we actually, yeah, it's funny because we literally, what, yeah, we we really don't as a rule. And in then, fact, it's like, I was thinking about the other day where I'm like, okay, well, this is our bit that we don't plug other people's thing. But then it's like, <laughs> yeah, but they come on here to like promote stuff. So like maybe we should let them plug it. And it actually well, makes me feel bad when like, the, like, like when Natalie was on, I remember feeling bad that we didn't mention it all because I was like, wait, they should get. No, no, no. We, we need to plug it. And actually, Charlie, plug the podcast and then I'll say something. Well, I don't want to. I also no, no, realize no, I plugged it enough. Okay, no, we'll have a pod- Charlie, Charlie and Natalie have a podcast. <laughs> I've just, I, I mean, in our defense, we we have both, uh, we're both fans. I listen to it every week and we have both posted about it, but. That's true. That's more I, than but enough. But now we're doing B2B marketing here because this is a podcast and we're promoting another podcast. And someone once told me that the only way to gain listeners is to promote your podcast on other podcasts. Yeah. Something I have not And done. you told that to me and then here I am. And then here you are. Okay, interesting. It all connects. The yeah. call is coming from inside the house yeah. <laughs> and it's the girl <laughs> in the ring and we're all going to die in seven days. Oh no. I hate um, Charlie and Natalie's podcast is called Exploration Live. They each bring in a few of the ideas that they've had that week and then hash them out. And it is truly has shot up my list of, of my go-to podcasts. You're, George is always texting me about it being like, I can't believe fan. you said this thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember saying that. And I, I don't know if I, that's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> well, I, mean, like, I, I can't believe Natalie said that and then I'll feel bad because it's like we're gossiping about her but like yeah 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 oh, but well. it is yeah yeah and I'm like oh I, I remember that it well, was yeah. crazy but in a fun way <laughs> yeah <laughs> well this has been amazing this podcast is a north star to me so I'm honored to have well, been here. I hope we're guiding you in the right direction yeah towards the light not towards the darkness I want to measure the length of this podcast by I saw the movie Petite Maman yesterday <laughs> oh I still have to see that yeah it's really good it's an hour, 15 minutes. I know so, that's why I want to see it. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. I'm like, we're approaching like one and a half petite mammal. Oh like, my God, that's right. <laughs> no, this mammal is such moyen, a long episode. Like, medium mom. <laughs> oh, Whereas no. I saw that movie Men, which... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen why don't, I have an uh, advice for men. Make them smaller, make them a mom. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you scale that down a little bit? <laughs> 
and make it one, just one petite mama. <laughs> one. Make, rather than multiple men, one yeah. petite mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, petite mamen. That's the <laughs> crossover episode. <laughs> it's all different petite moms. <laughs> okay, we have to go. We have to go. Oh, okay. fuck. I should have shouted out. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Too late. Okay. Too late. Bye. Bye-bye.